And welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. As you probably just heard, I'm joined by my lovely co-host and you've got a lovely beard on him today. Matt, how are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you for the little little compliment. You have to buy me a drink first though, Joe. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Enjoying this uh, British cloudy sky with a, a little bit of blue sky. Not very exciting, to be honest. It's very weird weather at the moment, isn't it? Snow one day, sun the other. It's just uh Yeah, it was I was in well, I'm in shorts most of the time actually. But in shorts and t shirt on the Tuesday and then was it maybe the Wednesday or Thursday with snow? Something like that, yeah. Just just reading off days like you know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's jump straight into today today's episode. We've got a few questions on our Instagram or t- topics for discussion. So we're going to jump straight into the first one. I've just opened up the first one is PEDs. Do you know anything about PEDs, Matthew? P no. What? Uh, so uh, if I'm correct in my, my, my very brief knowledge of this, it stands for performance enhancing drugs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, Obviously, this person wanted us to discuss those. Now, obviously, I know I know absolutely nothing about drugs whatsoever, so that would be a, I wouldn't be able to comment on the topic. However, question for you: Would you say caffeine is a drug? I, I think it's a funny one because I've been asked that before. I think it affects performance, so you could class it as a drug in theory, but then. Mm-hmm. A drug is something that's going to obviously change your mindset, change how you act. So, paracetamol could be a drug. Calpol. Kids could be having drugs on a daily basis. So, it's, I think the word drug is kind of, it's more severe when you think of something like cocaine or something like that. So, obviously, the, the strong, the strong old stuff. I wouldn't have a clue to be honest. <laughs> I promise you that. Yeah. Me neither. But, I wouldn't class it as a, a drug. It's funny because it's. I think you you described the drug quite well there, in that it's something that either changes the the body physically or mentally, and I think you and I can both agree that caffeine definitely does that. To you, you might have a coffee when you wake up or as a pre workout. You definitely get a lot. You said sipping your monster. It does it does affect you in some way. So you put it in the drug category, like you'd put uh, paracetamol, um, cowpole, ibuprofen, all of that stuff. They fall under the. The terminology or the umbrella of drug but they're almost socially acceptable drugs 100% really really bad for you yeah it's socially acceptable to do yeah so you've got these almost socially acceptable drugs and then the ones like you mentioned there so you've got like cocaine and, and the other ones in that area which are more frowned upon and they're probably the ones you want you want to stay away from, but this, something like caffeine is is welcome. So you could say that coffee is a drug, and then you could take it one further and say if it if it's enhancing your performance, is it not a performance enhancing drug? Mm. Well, I think going back to quickly what you just said, then you said about the kind of two sides. You've got like let's say cocaine one, you've got paracetamol the other. One you would say yes, one you'd say no. I would say something like smoking's in the middle because it's not illegal and people do it. But a lot of people are against it and it does cause harm. So I would put something like smoking in the middle where 
I think if you smoke, you'd say no. If you don't, you don't like it, you'd say the other way. So it's, I think some days like that can be interesting as well. You think that the stigma around some of the things makes them worse. So for example, smoking used to be considered cool probably way, way before our time. It was almost portrayed as a good thing. I don't know if you've seen the TV show. The what? The TV show Peaky Blinders. Loved it. Loved the Peaky Blinders. So in that, they almost glorify smoking. And yeah. everyone smokes. And it's, almost, it's almost cool to smoke. But in this day and age, it's really quite unhealthy. Hmm. What do you think? People used to, to smoke cigarettes. Who used to be in pub smoking and like way before our time, like you said, the yeah. pub would be full of the smoke. And nowadays, you know, even the smell of it, myself, I can't stand it to the point where I will flick one out of my mate's hand if they're doing it right next yeah. to me. They don't like it. But... Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's not a nice smell. But then you take something like smoking weed, for example, that has substantially less health benefits, so I've been told. But that's that's considered almost bad and there's a, there's a bad stigma around that despite being arguably healthier not healthier less bad for you than something like smoking a cigarette yeah if you put something one person's going to get labeled as being a, a druggy a burden on society and all of that not not quite a waste of space but because i would never never say that about stoner but you see what i mean you get people that are very pro one thing and against the other and the stigma around a certain drug yeah is, is often what causes the issue oh yeah 100 percent. it's i think it's kind of it's it's also a thing of if someone has a bad experience that can suddenly change their opinion like for whatever reason if they have a bad so with alcohol you i i know i have a certain thing where if you smell a certain drink you might think i'll crack it at one time and maybe not very well that smell suddenly sticks with you so you know you suddenly don't like it but not because Some of the like dark fruits. <laughs> yeah, so not because of the taste, but the... you almost remember something that wasn't good for yeah. you. So, so you almost attach like a negative, you have a negative association with the substance or, in your case, the drink. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. It should be the same with anything, really, isn't it? It's, if you have a bad experience with something, you're not going to do it again, most likely. So, and can, can you name a bad experience that you've had with alcohol? Um, I think every time I've had like beer, just doesn't get along with me. Just don't like it. In the smell, I'm like, oh, just doesn't matter what. What, what would you tip? I think I know the answer to this, but if if we were to go to the pub, obviously when when you can go back to a pub, what would you order? I'd go for a nice little cider. I think a nice little cold cider on a summer's day is just beautiful. Or even just like a spirit or something like that. So. Yeah, I'm not, not just don't like beer. <laughs> just don't like it. What What about a Guinness? No. I'm being half Irish. No. That painful to say, but no. Not a fan. So I think Guinness has just got that versatility. Nice summer's day, cold Guinness. Sort you out. Winter's day, Guinness. It will sort you out. There's no, there's no wrong time to have a Guinness, if you ask me. Mm, yeah, 100%. Maybe for breakfast, but... They're quite filling, I'll give it that. <laughs> They're, uh, they are up. very filling. I think I worked out it's like 200 calories a pint of Guinness, which isn't loads. But if you think five pints, that's a thousand calories in just alcohol. 
I think that's like, and I'll say to clients, I think alcohol now, like people are obviously learning about it and more educating, but alcohol is something that's so simple, but can just put, bring someone back so many steps when they're training, when they're doing like their nutrition could be on point, their training could be on point, but they fancy a few beers at the Friday night. It's only a few beers, but if they're then not adjusting calories, not doing stuff like that, suddenly that puts them two steps back, even though they should be flying out. So alcohol was... I, I, th- I think alcohol is another one, almost in the smoking category of now, it's probably quite bad for you to have on a, a drink, have, have a couple of drinks every now and then, fine. Not even from a, from a weight loss point of view, but from a, a mental point of view and what's happening in your body. It's yeah. not, you wouldn't, you wouldn't advise someone to drink alcohol every day. No. Yeah, it's considered normal to have a pint after work. Yeah, it's, it's nice because it's, I, I think we when we said about kind of attaching a negative with it, I think when you attach something with alcohol, you attach socialising. So it's a good thing because, you know, if you go to the pub with your mates, you think, oh, they're ordering, I need to order a drink. I need to... You rarely go and say, oh, I'd have... you, you never see anyone go, I'll have a tap water. Because if you do, everyone would turn around looking and think, what the... So you kind of attach socialising with alcohol. So I think it gives it a good sense in theory, even though it shouldn't really. I, th- I think you're right there. And it's, again, if you're at the pub, and so, so, or if you're not at the pub and says, oh, do you want to go for a drink? But well, then the normal thing is, yeah, let's let's go for a drink. But if you're sat at home and someone turns and goes, do you fancy some cocaine? It's a little bit more frowned upon. Yeah. And there's definitely more health risks with with the cocaine. But it's, again, what's socially acceptable and what's not. You, we, you and I could go for a coffee. And that's that's considered fine. Yeah. Again, putting that under the drug bracket. But if you and I went to go and do something else, for example, that, that is considered to be more frowned upon. So you're definitely putting them in two categories. I think that's part of the risk because they're put into this category, not necessarily because they're bad. Yeah, 100%. For, for example, something like like mushrooms. Magic mushrooms, you heard of them? Great in a stir fry. Love it. Great <laughs> stir fry. So something like that, it's, they're quite, so I've been told, they're quite harmless. Mm. Um, they, they can play on your, your mind psychologically but they're not going to not going to cause like massive amounts of harm to the body. Whereas something like alcohol or smoking, which are completely legal, yeah, that's that that's fine. But they've got huge implications on the body and the health risk associated with it. But again, if I would say actually I'm just going to go eat some mushrooms when I get in, that's going to be a lot more frowned upon, despite it being the much healthier uh, of the of the options. Yeah, I'd just like to say anyone listening under the use of of any drug that's illegal. I'm just saying, I'm just giving the facts. Yeah, and I think kind of last thing I'll say about alcohol, when you think of someone having too much, you straight away go to someone making maybe a bad decision, getting into a fight, all that's like, they kind of, you think of a night out, you think of great times, but normally the end of it when people have had too much, it's not normally a very positive ending to certain nights out. I can't say I've had many aim of myself, but if you aren't, if you hear a fight or something it's normally because people have had too many and they're acting different it's not themselves so which is why it causes friction stuff i, I think a good example of that is if you, 
you're spot on a night out you get people that are obviously drinking quite a lot but if you go to something like a rave before where the most people aren't drinking they're maybe taking another substance instead well the mood suddenly changes and everyone's a lot happier and there's no yeah. other fight at a rave and you know it's well room up north yeah but yeah, yeah. rougher area so again despite alcohol being the safer of the options you normally get a lot more trouble from it and the mood definitely at night. I hate going to nights out I don't know about you but I can't stand going on a night out I think it's one of the worst things you can do I think I've definitely kind of outgrown them a little bit the idea of just going for like a chilled night out especially when kind of COVID buggers off and stuff and it's everything's more normal it's actually it'll be nice then um, but summarising the point and the question we've had I would say drinking coffee stuff like that is a performance ha- performance in theory you wouldn't see it as something on a daily basis you wouldn't say crack it up has them with coffee they're going to be you know get them tested but I would say you can class them in that because they're making a change whether with alcohol you suddenly get a bit more clumsy you're probably not going to run 100 metres very fast up to down in 10 pints that you would before. So it's a negative. Did you run 100 metres? Oh, there we go. Um, how do you, we, we, can edit, we, we can edit that, Val. It's fine. If, if it didn't need to edit, it's just a lost connection for a second for anyone that is. The one, the one family friend that we've, we've asked to listen to it. Uh, but yeah, I think... Uh, okay. The next point... So we, we can confirm that, that caffeine is, is a drug. And I think that's the extent uh, or to the extent of my of my drug knowledge for today. So that, that's PEDs covered. The next one, a bit of a different, different topic, but again, quite interesting. What have you learned in the last five years? And how has your mindset changed over the last year as well? So mindset over the last year? Yeah, or just let's, let's broaden that a little bit. How have you changed as a person over the last twelve months? I think it's. I think anyone can kind of stop and think about something like this, and it's it's a weird one because I think I'm more. I think about stuff more now. I think I'm, before I might have just kind of just gone for stuff and not quite stood back, thought about it, and made decision that way. I think I'm a much better coach when um, PTing because I think. I've been learning more throughout COVID. Like I've had more time, so I've been kind of studying a little bit. But also the thought of little stuff. Like there's little things you can pick up where socialising people or keep speaking to mates all the time. And I've been more independent. Well, moved in. Me and my other half bought a house, so I've had to um, over COVID, which was a stressful time because everything was obviously a bit slower and it was probably very different experience you would have had moving into a house compared to without COVID. So we've had to kind of, we've jumped in the deep end and we've gone for it. So it's exciting. It's been a challenge, but they're more independent because of it. I think anyone that does move out, the thought of moving back into my parents' house now, cannot think of anything worse. I, I enjoy having my place and you kind of you have your kind of place you'd go whether it's going to the gym for me it's see my home now is my kind of safe place in theory um so i'd say i'm a lot more independent 
have you have you enjoyed becoming more independent over the last 12 months yeah i think you learn a lot more about yourself i think when i learn a fair bit more and at work i'm taking more responsibilities now before covid before house i don't know if i would have i think i might have just thought i'll sit back take the easy road but i'm you know i want to get involved more and do more and learn more and keep more busy so i think a busy mind is good if you just sat back you end then you get too complacent and that's when starts stuff starts slipping a bit. So keeping busy is my main thing really, especially during COVID where, you know, you, you went for a walk for an hour and that was the kind of the exciting part of the day. Stuck a podcast on, learned, even if I learned one thing, that was one more thing than I would have learned. So yeah, I'd say that's kind of been the last 12 months. How about you? How have you found it all? I mean, just on that quickly, I said to someone the other day, about how how many people enjoyed going for walks in lockdown and they almost couldn't put their finger on why they were enjoying it so much and I think one of the reasons people enjoy it is because it, it's a time where there's no distractions yeah. I think a lot of people in lockdown have realized that life was quite busy pre-lockdown and obviously going through lockdown everything slowed down a little bit and I'm sure you've heard people say it before yeah everything slowed down so when they're going on these walks, it's that time. So, so for you, you were listening to a podcast and you were learning. For some people, it was just a time to kind of switch off mm. um, and almost be like present in that moment. And all they were thinking about was, was the walk they were going on. And and then they started to enjoy those walks. I think a lot of people, I for one, will, will try to go for more walks post. Well, when I can go back to work, I'm going to try to fit walks in because I've enjoyed them. Uh, yeah. and it's a time where you can definitely... You can either think about things which might be on your mind or alternatively have time to not think about things and just kind of chill out. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting one because I think during COVID, obviously, where people had more time, I think that's one of the main things where something where you were working from your office, but instead of going to the office, which is, let's say, a half an hour drive, half an hour, but that's an hour of your day gone. You suddenly had the hour, you then went for a walk, you kind of you know, that's your neat up, that's for your health, it's a bit of mental as well. So where stuff slowed down, I think something sped up. Obviously, where people couldn't train in the gym, they might have then started walking and enjoyed it, started doing more bodyweight stuff and kind of experiment with that sort of thing. So it's, it's very different person to person what they've kind of gained from it. I think walking before, you would have thought, oh, that's a bit long, I'd rather, you know, go sit on a bench. Where, it's, where it was such nice weather as well, I think it definitely kept the country a lot more positive. I think if it would have been absolutely miserable, we might have been looking at a whole different story. But, you know, you go outside, you got some sun, you might have you might have walked with a friend, obviously keeping a distance and being sensible with it. But that might have been your time of day where you said, I'm going out, I'm doing me, it's me time. Instead of sitting in the car for an hour and sitting in traffic and annoyed at the car in front, blah, 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 you had an hour of me time Sunday that came out of nowhere. So, gained some people, I'd say. I, I think that time that I had to walk by myself or just, just be by myself, I've definitely learned a lot. Uh, I've taken this time to read a lot more as well. I don't know if you're into reading your books, but I'm trying to make a habit of reading every day multiple times a day so I can I think it's a good way of trying to learn uh, I think one of the things that I've learned about myself the most or how I think have you heard of a what's called an infinite mindset yes or a finite mindset yeah cool so for anyone that is listening that isn't quite sure 
what that is a finite mindset is always thinking about how to be better than the people around you and thinking very short term and not focusing on maybe the, the bigger picture but you're focusing on what you can do for yourself in that moment and almost just thinking about the people around you or the people that you're trying to be better than a infinite mindset is someone or something that doesn't worry about the people around them as much and is more focused on the bigger picture and what can they do to help a larger uh, larger group of people so a good example of this will be microsoft i've used this example on my instagram before microsoft would take a more finite mindset approach and that they're always trying to be better than apple and their direct competition is apple and they're trying to be better than apple um, and obviously apple were just trying to be better than apple yeah. They're not worried about anyone else. They're just trying to be better than them. Uh, I guess another good example for football would be Manchester United are always trying to be better than Manchester City. So they're always worried about Manchester City, whereas Manchester City are just trying to be better than Manchester City. And I've just thrown that in there because Matt's a United fan. Yes, it's a weird one, football fans. I think kind of going back to what you said, infinite mindset, I think that's why naturally starting a podcast, starting this little series we're doing came so easily to us because we didn't think oh, i would do it it'd take up that much time is it worth it we just thought if one person listens brilliant it's almost a bit of a chat with me i don't really think i think oh you know i've got to do this and that uh, we i'm sure i know i do but especially some of the stuff we recorded i can't wait for people to hear especially with the guests we had on kind of learning one thing from them you take away and you cherish it if you learn one new thing a day, one new thing a week, that's, you know, 52 a year. You're going to be better off the year next year than the previous year. So challenging yourself is key. I think that's one thing I kept doing during lockdown. You know, challenge yourself. It's I'm, I'm more of a visual and a doing as a learner. I'll do something. I'm not, not a fan of just reading it and that sort of stuff. So going for the walks kept me busy while my mind could listen to the podcast so it's quite good in that sense so i'm a bit of a fidgeter as well so sitting and reading just i'd struggle a bit to be honest but yeah i think your spot is taking the time to learn i know for myself probably more recently so i guess i've realized this over the last few weeks not necessarily over the 12 months but after the first lockdown I went back to the gym and I, or back to work, and I just went, right, I want to be the best in this room and I want to be better than everyone else in there. And I want to be the best that, that this gym's ever seen and was focused too much on what was going on around me. And normally people would go, well, that's, that's a good thing, isn't it? And if you asked me six months ago, I'd say, yeah, that is a good thing because I'm trying to be like the best in the gym. And it, my mindset's probably changed now to be more, be better than me. I don't, I just want to be the best version of me throughout coming back into the gym and moving forward. So again, that's a good example of a finite mindset, which I thought was, was good. And then when you take a step back and realize actually that was a small minded approach. I'm on a, I'm on a bigger scale to do bigger things. Yeah. You're starting to be better than yourself. It's kind of a, a shift in the mindset, which I probably only realized last week, if that. So that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned in that as much as you might think that you're trying to, do the right thing almost take a step back and realize that your mindset and how you're approaching things needs to be different and what you're kind of hinting at there earlier was if you you progress at a certain pace if you then kind of plateau or continue to do the same in what you are doing now it's not going to take you any further because what you're doing now is only taking you to this point 
But if you want to get to a further point, then you have to almost do more. And I think that's what you're saying there with you want to do more, you're getting more hands-on with work, pushing yourself further. And I'd say the same now with we're doing this podcast that I don't think either of us were overly comfortable with at the start. We're getting better at it. As you said, you're taking on more responsibility. So I think to, to kind of conclude on what you were saying there, it's, you're trying to do more each day, each week. And if you do that consistently, well, the results are going to be pretty good. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. One one thing, it's a quite a simple one. It's, it's exactly what you said. I've taken on quite a good mindset over the last, probably over the last year, two years, of think about think about your future self. It could be something simple as if I wake up this morning, jump out of bed, run downstairs. But if I jumped out of bed, made the bed, that evening I'm going to get to a nicely made bed. So some things that may take, don't take a lot of effort, but you'll then look at either tomorrow or the day after and crack it. Oh, I'm glad I did that. If you can keep doing that, it builds up over time and it will add to a lot more, whether it's making the bed or smiling at people. It can all help you in the long run. Whether you know how or why, think about your future self. Think about tomorrow. What can I do today that's going to make me a better person or is going to help me tomorrow? That's what I say to a lot of my clients as well. Have you heard of something called the law of attraction? Yes. So again, for anyone that's un- anyone that's listening who's a bit unsure, I guess that's basically like you put. I don't like the term the universe because it seems a bit make believe, but yeah. you, you you put something out there. So your your thing of you're making the bed or you're smiling at people. You, you do good things for for good people. That's going to come round and and benefit you. Uh, Conor McGregor was. I can't remember what fight it was, but he was confident he was going to win, and he was confident he was going to be a double, uh, double weight champion. And there's videos of him saying, "I'm going to hit him with my left hand." I think it is, and he basically predicts what's going to happen. And he's so confident it's going to happen. He's visualizing it. He can see it's going to happen, and mm. in the fight, it happened because he was so confident he believed it was going to happen. I think a lot of that comes down to what he was doing before. He was thinking, well, "What am I doing today? What, what am I doing in training now, which is going to..." create this result or you can take it away from conor mcgregor and just say if you're a good person today chances are it's going to be repaid for you and maybe not tomorrow but maybe a week's time a year's time yeah it's being that that good person do it doing the doing the little things that maybe other people won't do making your bed great one do that every morning it's not difficult to do but big big, big tick in the box tidying up after yourself some people i can't get my head around people that don't tidy up after themselves but it's almost I guess the term is paying it forward you do good now or you do something which maybe wasn't benefiting you now but could help you in a day two days a week time that kind of what you were were saying yeah and you never know like you could you could kind of be on be a walk in someone falls over you help them up see if they're okay three weeks later you're going for a job interview funny enough that is that person that industry goes well you never know what's going to happen in the future so i think being positive helping people where you can doesn't mean you think yeah i'm going to help that person that but just do it naturally do do yourself and help other people as well when you can kind of i think something so simple as smiling saying hello especially in our jobs where we see a lot of people whether they're your clients they're just members it goes a long way if someone's having a bad day 
and you say, hi, how are you doing? Just give them the handshake. Fantastic to see you. Have a nice day. Suddenly their day is going to skyrocket. They might have gone absolutely downhill, had a crap gym session, went to Mackey's afterwards, diet's gone downhill, and just kind of that day was almost written off. But they might have an average gym session. Think, no, no, I'm not going to Mackey's. I'll make dinner at home. You can you can positively positively affect people with little things, I think. So, yeah, just be nice to people. Like, there's no reason not to be. I agree. I, I agree with you, Matt. Do you think that because your job, because our job, we we do the same job? Well, I don't clean swimming pools. Actually, that's just you. I don't clean swimming pools. What was it, the temperature you were doing? Oh, so like pool checking it. it. Okay, so you're you're. Okay. I'm not quite a pool man. That's just you. Um, but we we do a customer facing job, right? Do you think because of the job that we do, you now understand the importance of customer service? Hundred percent. I think since I've started doing PT, I've obviously learned a lot more. Before, whereas as a PE teacher and they were kids, so they're always happy. You can make them laugh. It was easy. Adults are a bit more a challenge. Some of them act the same, to be honest. But yeah. it's kind of you do learn a lot and I think sometimes you have to check yourself in the deep end talking, maybe not always learn how to swim because sometimes it might go down here and might go wrong, but you know, take yourself out of your comfort zone. That's what we've done this podcast for and what we're doing it for. So that's the main thing really. Are you more aware of good or especially poor customer service when you go places? Like I know when I go to a restaurant or go to a shop and I, I just pick up on little things and how people are and it, it's not that it bothers me, but if I go into a shop and someone's very welcoming, I didn't pick up on that. I'm like, oh, that, that was good. But if I go in, you almost like you get the cold shoulder straight from the off when you go into the <laughs> shop. Yeah. You almost, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to shop in here. And I think we're, I'm definitely more aware of it because of now understanding the value of it. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. You kind of, it's the same as when you, so say if you kind of pay, pay a bit more and you go for a day out, you go for an experience normally like we kind of at beach down we have like spa days and stuff the first interaction the person has normally sets them up that sets their day up if they come in you say hi i'll hold one sec i'm on the phone they don't think i'll crack it off let myself in today but if you're kind of so welcome so they're gonna kind of think oh yes a nice place so i think first first appearance and first kind of the meeting of how you greet someone is important nowadays make eye contact I myself sometimes do find it a bit weird sometimes, but as long as you're not staring too long as you walk away or something like that, there's kind of a certain amount of eye contact you can give. But it's respect as well. It's not just I'm shaking the hand, looking you in the eyes. It's I'm showing you that respect. Hopefully you give it back. And then that kind of relationship builds from there. So that's how I think it's quite important to start. Say that you focus on that in your gym. Obviously, I don't work in a, a fancy gym like you, but something which started off as a bit of a running joke but actually carries a lot of meaning is to Andre, the owner of Fivo, myself and another guy, Ryan, that works there, we'd all make a habit of saying, hi, welcome to Fivo, when people came through the door. Although it's, it became a bit of a running joke. To, to go into a gym, and the first thing you hear is, hi, welcome to Fivo. It's quite a welcoming thing. Mm, yeah. And it's something that we might have made a joke out of, but it's good to keep going because that, make the people valued from the second they come in i think what you're you're saying there is the first impressions are so important with, with anything with the first time you meet someone that that could be a lasting impression and you take that back right to the start when you were saying about you might help someone up for example 
that first impression if you help someone over if you help someone because they've fallen over get my words out that first impression with them or first encounter is going to be positive for them and then they might repay you in some way shape or form later down the line 100 percent. any what was the next point i think we covered that quite well so the next point we've had from feedback from someone i just i just shut the app matt so you have to bear with me <laughs> technology so we're, we're currently recording this pre uh like pre the end of lockdown so things are starting to ease but they're not quite eased as of yet 21st of june is the scheduled date for everything to kind of be open again what do you think is one of the first things you'll you'll do or the top the first three things you'll do once you've got that freedom to kind of do do whatever um i think the kind of cliche answer is go for dinner go to the pub where 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 are you going for dinner I don't know. I think the missus has got a list of places she wants to go. You've um, you not got like a favourite restaurant or something? I love a Nando's for me, but then you can get Nando's now still, but I guess it's different. It's got, like, everyone no, 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 no. Let, let, Let's clear this up. A Nando's in, like, in the shop oh, yeah. and takeaway, they're completely different. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, get yeah. It, you get a takeaway and it's okay, but you go in and it's, and it's something else. What's your typical Nando's order? My Nando's order, so I go for a wrap, but I go plain on flavour. So I'm not, yeah, every, everyone gets, people go for it. It's not plain, it's plain ish. It's got a bit of a kick. <laughs> Did you say plain? Did it's you got, say that, plain? got that chicken. Yeah. I'm not the best with spices. So I get that bit of halloumi inside. But the side, I get two sides broccoli. Two sides, okay. Broccoli banging. And then the chips. I'm surprised you didn't get the peas as well. <laughs> no, I just like the broccoli. It's just nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The peas is too far, is it? But what, what, what <laughs> do I get? Okay, well, no broccoli to start off with. I would go for the, the chicken butterfly, which is like two chicken breasts. And then I'm a big fan of the, the, the chips, the peri chips. So they've got to be up there. The garlic bread, I think, is a, a standard for me. Because obviously you don't get the bread with the chicken, you're getting the bread with the wrap. But then I also go for three wings on the side, just to top up my protein. What about heat though? You didn't mention. You laughed at mine. What what, what spice do you go for then? Um, medium to hot depends. Depends how I'm feeling. Like <laughs> it, so, at home I I get various different flavored sauces. If I'm having like a a not as hot sauce, then maybe I'm not prepared for the hot. I remember ordering a hot before, thinking I could handle it. And I was just sat there thinking, I regret everything. <laughs> Every like, was, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. But then there's other times where I've ordered a hot and thought, yeah, I can do this. I can handle it. But now I probably go for a medium to play it safe. Give me a few more Nando's. I used to go weekly. Every Monday night, I used to be in Nando's. Can't go wrong with Nando's. I'm sure every I think Nando's is. It's almost kind of in slap bang in the middle between like a Mackey's. And like a posh dinner out where you can't go wrong with it. It's not too pricey, but there's not many people that don't like it. So it's it's a kind of good. It's a safe. It's a very safe place to go. Yeah. So going out for a meal was your first one. What was the second one? I'd, I'm quite looking forward to just. I don't know. Me and other mates, whether it's a pub or not, and just not having to 
to think about stuff, not having to think, oh, we need to put this time for this thing, or wear a mask, do that. It just being able to just go and go to a pub, see a mate, and not have to plan. And obviously, at the moment, there's when places do open, you can only eat outside, and then there's going to be the groups, blah, blah, all that. Just being able to just do something and it feel normal, I think, is my main thing. Yeah. Um, number three, cinema. That's a good one, actually. Something different, and you kind of you take it for granted. Like obviously, movies being paused, movies being made now. Some stuff on like Disney Plus has been kind of brought out, but you miss that kind of. It's, it's a fun night out. Whether you go for a quick drink before or a meal, you talk about it afterwards. You, you just kind of it's suddenly for an hour and a bit. You are. You're not at work. You're not. You're not there. You haven't got to think about tomorrow. It's just I'm in this story. What's going to happen? And your phone's off. Whether it's an airplane or not, you just you just suddenly you just in this kind of mindset where you think, What's gonna happen? Oh, they're doing that, isn't this? Afterwards you might think, Oh, we'll work tomorrow. But it's kind of that make believe, isn't it? That's why people love movies, because it's just that, that that links into what I was saying about the walks though, is that you can be a hundred percent present in that moment on that one thing and you you've not got to worry about anything else. All that you're focusing on is the film. I know, especially when I had a lot of work on before, I enjoyed going to the cinema because it was a time, as as you've just said, where you're not thinking about anything else apart from what's going to happen next in the film. I like that. That's, that's a good one, actually. I think cinema. I think for me, I'd have to say eating out in restaurants. I think that's that's a top one. And again, I'm not not fussed on the pub, but I'll, I'll say cinema. I'm looking forward to going to the cinema. As we said, but I think a big one for me will be going to watch football again. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I go to many games myself. Being a United fan, it's just impossible to get tickets. You'd think such a big stadium would be, but getting tickets there is a nightmare. So I'm sure. I guess the season's going to be finished before the 21st of June, and I'm just, think... I'm just praying the Saints stay up. One game. I think. Oh, everybody... Okay. Well, hope. Hopefully, I can get get a ticket for that then. Fans for one or two games of the season, their last, definitely the last game, maybe a game before, but the last game of the season is got fans in, which is quite cool to be because if there's still a lot to play for, which there probably will be, because the top four is definitely tight as well. Yeah, I'm really I'm looking. I'm not looking at the top four anymore. But yeah, I'm top at the bottom of three. Things are top one point, aren't they? <laughs> that yeah, happen? I saw I saw a, I saw a stat that said. We could be the first team ever to be top of the league at Christmas and then get relegated the same season. Wow. Stats like that, you just think, how? So like, there's like Leicester winning the league. Just well, 5,000. Absolutely mental, that, yeah. But. Yeah. Hey, look, maybe one, maybe one day Saints will win the league. Um, and I think that is a good place to end the podcast with the idea of Saints winning the league. So, oh, well, Matt. Agree, but you're not going for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt any words of wisdom for the listeners today um, I'd say kind of like I said uh, just eye contact give someone the respect that you'd want back if you if you would want someone to greet you with a handshake with eye contact do it back there's no reason why not treat people how you want to be treated you don't walk around being nasty to someone because you hate it if someone did it to you so yeah that's my main thing I said to one of my clients said to staff members as well treat people how you want to be treated and you'll be happy but yeah no, I think that's very good all I had 
I'd just summarise that point by saying, don't be a dickhead. It's simple. That is. And, and on that note, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you very much to anyone that's made it that far into the podcast. As always, if you could please share the podcast, that helps us massively. Um, but a big thank you from me for getting this far. Thank you for Matt for taking his time out to be here with me today. Virtually, uh, obviously. It's uh it's our time. It's our time to learn. But again, thank you for anyone. Like we we will always say this: if we can get one person listens to this and takes one thing away, for me, mission accomplished. So Matt and Joe's special time. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, I'm gonna we'll leave it there then. Thank you guys, and Excellent. we will see you soon. Bye, Matt. Bye, Joe.